Dente Rigamotis. I'm Review Cultist. And I'm Dr. Leviathan. And we're here to discuss those internet stories most creepy and most pasta. Tonight we have Deer Guy and Goatman. So, for those of you just tuning in, um, creepypastas are short internet stories that copy and paste across the internet, whether it be on Reddit, No Sleep, uh, Wiki Pages, forums, go Google it. Uh, and we're actually touching on uh, what I thought was going to be some more Skinwalker stuff, um, because we have some more lined up uh, down the road. However, that's probably not the case. Uh, also, you may notice that Mikey, the East End Cerebral, is not with us today. He was ill. So, we are pressing forward. Um, so, yeah. with does Deer... Starfield get ill? <laughs> it's messy. <laughs> it's very messy. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. <laughs> uh, so, Dear Guy, um, I couldn't find the, the writer for it, but it's read by a couple of people on YouTube, including Paradox Noctis. Uh, and it's also on creepypasta.wiki under their nature genre, which I guess kind of fits, but same... T- I, you know, yeah, it, your guy fits a little bit more than Goatman did um, in, in, in the nature subcategory. And he says the words woods like 20,000 times yeah. in like three paragraphs or however short it was. And It was about three. Actually, I did put it into Google Docs. It was about like uh, two pages and like one line. <laughs> So, um... Take your word on that. Goatman would have filled up the rest of the Oh, yeah, no, Goatman go go finished, like, a third... Yeah, yeah, no, it, it basically filled up the rest of that page. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll do the rundown. I'll do the rundown. It's pretty quick. Uh, narrator is recalling his uncomfortableness or fear of the woods at night that he's had since he was young. Um, he They connect th- this fear to a recurring nightmare they would have of a slender, naked, deer-headed man. Uh, the figure came out of the woods by his window uh, to stare at him, um, even when he was on the second floor. Um, it would keep him up till exhaustion claimed him, and, but really wouldn't do anything else. Uh, it would just pop up and start watching him uh, over the, the course of the night. He's recalling these after eight years as he's now li- lives in a house in, Mich- in the Michigan woods. Um, I should also mention that the orig- uh, he doesn't mention earlier that the original events occurred in Michigan's rural area. Um, his room has, been, has a big window in it that moonlight and shadows cast in on him uh, as he faces away typing uh, this account on his laptop or on his computer. Uh, and then one of the shadows he's noticed has antlers. Dun, dun, dun. End of the story. <laughs> um, yeah, so these are uh, also Deer Man and Goat, or Deer Guy and Goat Man are both like pretty small, pretty short pastas. Goat Man, even more so. Um, so, yeah, that's my, so my thoughts on this one. Um, so he goes on about this fear of the woods at night and goes on about not knowing where it came from and, and then, then goes to explain to us where it came from. from with this deer guy boogeyman that he's had. So it's just like if you don't do like this this happened uh, in in uh, bedtime I think or one of the bedtime stories. I have a horrible fear of water spigots. I don't know where it came from. But one time I was sprayed by this hot water spigot. <laughs> 
exactly. Like, like it's happened a couple of times in creep pause that we've done where like they're like, I don't know where this fear comes from, and then as the story goes on, they basically just they explain, realize that yeah. Well, if I don't know where it came from, I don't have a story. So, so I'm gonna proceed to tell you where it came from. Yeah, and just forget to delete that One first sentence. part. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was three, actually two, two or three paragraphs we get yeah. at the beginning explaining his why he doesn't like the woods because he, he likes cities at night. He has or he no likes dark fear basements. of the dark. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just the woods because he gets this like oppressive like hate that kind of like float like like spills down on him from the Which trees. Just seems like overkill <laughs> because I mean I like. I like going out into the woods at night. Um, yeah. It's a, like the woods at night are a different creature. They're different. In, yeah, there are other. There are different sounds. Um, there's different animals that yeah. go about in the night than during the day. Like, don't get me wrong, I also enjoy the woods during the day. Um, but it's. It's definitely a different creature. And you could have just basically said that. Yeah. And anyone with a reasoning mind would have been like, Okay, that works for me. Yeah. Um, like, to say that the trees ooze hatred like sap. Okay, I, d- I have that in my notes. Call me Canadian, I really like that metaphor. <laughs> I really I, do I like, like that. I like the metaphor, liked... but it doesn't need to be here. <laughs> I know, but I really liked, like, that descriptor. Like, that was actually probably one of the, good, the, be- the best things of this story was that line. <laughs> yes, it, 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 paints a, it paints a very lovely word picture, but, I mean, like, it's kind of overstating the facts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know it's Michigan, but come on, it's not that bad. <laughs> It is the state of Detroit, or the state Detroit li- is is in. But okay, you actually um, you, you've <laughs> you've given me a segue into uh, one of my fun little gripes. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's like towards the end where he's talking about how he bought this uh, modern little modern cottage in the lower wood in the woods of the lower of the lower peninsula. Like yeah, is that Michigan's a peninsula? Okay. Yeah, because it's it's okay. basically it, it it's where like uh, Georgian Bay or like uh, Lake Superior and like Lake Michigan <laughs> and like oh. on t- like yeah like, yeah that's okay. Yeah. However, Michigan is also a fucking state. It's also huge. Like, exactly. It, it is a peninsula. Like but, yeah. there is a peninsula in it. I believe yeah. is what you should be saying. Yeah. However, anywho, it's hard to find anywhere in Michigan that isn't a forest or a swamp. But I sure tried. Well, first off, this is all Mitch try fucking Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> actually, to be fair, uh, I've traveled to through Michigan twice now uh, on road trip down to Indianapolis, and yeah, Detroit, and then like there are large sprawling cities, at least in the southern part. So yeah, but he's saying that it's hard to find a place in Michigan that isn't that isn't a forest or a swamp. Yeah, there are large cities in Michigan. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Like, did you, did you, I mean, I know it's Detroit, but did you try Detroit? (laughs) Like, narrow it down. Yeah. You cannot make blanket statements like that about an entire state. Yeah. Like, I could say the same thing about Ontario. Yeah. Like. However, if I wanted to be more accurate, I could say it about Northern Ontario. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because, you know, anyone with, anyone who's smart enough to rub two sticks together, or dumb enough, um, could be like, Toronto? (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's Like, Southern Ontario is, yeah, like, like, Southern and Central Ontario, 
they're pretty well occupied by human civilization. Northern Ontario, you get a little bit more of a pass because it basically is like scattered settlement, like cities and, and towns, but they're still cities too. Like so, like yeah, like and Michigan is the same. Like I've looked at a map of Michigan like multiple times. I've seen like the, all the the, sp- the towns that are in, in Michigan. Like yes, it, there's a lot of woods, yeah, and I'm sure there's a lot of swamps as well, but. That's a yeah. The carpet statement is a little silly. Yeah, it, you, you've got to you know you've got to like eke out like this region and say okay yes in here it's hard to say it's hard to find you know a place that isn't forest yeah. or swamp because again like, and I mean don't get me wrong maybe Detroit's built on a swamp. It would explain some You can actually well, well okay it, yeah, it, uh, that's it, a little bit I'm sorry it happens yeah um but at the same time it's like. You're making this blanket statement that is like clearly not true, mm-hmm. based on no Google search. Yeah, like <laughs> I'd actually like I'd actually like to see if the person like if, if the person's from Michigan, obviously, and writing the story about like their home state, use a county that they know that is really rural. Yeah, like don't like like reference a reference an actual like in world place because narrow that, it down yeah. a bit because yeah because Michigan is a huge like yeah it's 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 it maybe a peninsula mo- like mostly a peninsula like that goes off into the out into the Great Lakes but it's still a fucking huge chunk of land like yeah <laughs> it's a huge chunk of land with a readily like with a, a major city that can readily become up upon like. Yeah. come up with by virtually anyone. Yeah. So it's just I mean, hell, say the peninsula part. Like narrow it down. Yeah. Because you 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 make a blanket statement like that, an easily like wrong statement that should have been caught. And now the rest of your story, the credibility is just gone. Yeah. Like also, Yeah. Uh, also, to segue from that, um, with blanket statements, uh, every, per- er- like, every child has a boogeyman or something like that, or, like, a creepy, like, thing or something like that, and, like, every adult uh, is, like, laughed off that, cre- like, creepiness. Like, I'm sorry, like, I-, I-, I didn't have that in my notes, or- like, I took that out of my notes originally, but now that I'm thinking on it, it's like, yeah, that's really kind of a blanket statement that, uh, like, we're, like, not every person, like, is going to, like, laugh off their childhood fears. Like, it's a little bit more, again, it's a blanket statement. Well, and I didn't have a boogeyman as a kid. Not in, like, not a particular boogeyman. I, I, (laughs) like, I had, um, you know, uneasiness at night and, you know, fear. And I had, um, like, I had a recurring nightmare and, you know, like, I had a lot of other typical kid things. But I didn't have, like, my own boogeyman. Yeah. And I mean, like, from my point of view, I had three, technically. Um, yeah, see, you know, one of them was mine. And most of the time it was severed hands coming ac- over the wall. Like, I envisioned, like, severed hands crawling up from the corner of the, the door into my bedroom. But, like, then that changed to, a, like, a goblin creature thing, and then an alien. Like, and, but, like, yeah, like, not, like, you don't, like... Not every kid has a single entity. Yeah. Um, or just as like not every like not not every kid has a like has an entity at all. Like sometimes it's just an uneasy feeling of the dark. Or just like you know an entity, but like for one day. Yeah. And then the next day comes up with something more horrible exactly. or less horrible, but more laughable. And, like because like, it's more like basically it's like the like cause again it's like children like imagination like is like twisting on them basically. Exactly, and I mean like. 
it, it's it's the individuality of the human race. I mean, we all have different experiences with different things. Um, but yeah, and a blanket statement that everybody has a singular boogeyman. Like, yeah. No, like again, that could have been written a lot better, like a lot differently. Yeah. Um, to make it because I actually I, lots I, of children. I'm actually now really regretting not putting. And that of in. those children, lots of adults. Yeah. Like. Bam, I fixed it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, well, uh, I actually learned a new uh, slang word or dialect oh, thing. Oh, I know what it is. Is too. it crick? Oh, really? Yeah, I actually not. I've used heard, that around I've, I've heard, you. I've heard, I've, really? Yeah. <laughs> I've heard it once otherwise, like elsewhere, but I, I wasn't sure if it was an actual like thing or if it was just somebody's like accent. But no, crick, C-R-I-C-K, is a word from for creek in the U.S. dialect. According to dictionary.com. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's actually a real word. Okay. Like, I just thought it was like, a, again, well, something with the accent. Like, I crick. wouldn't call it a real word. I would call it a slang. Yeah. Um, because they're... And I mean, like, I use it sometimes because, honestly, sometimes putting the effort into that long E <laughs> is just not worth it for me. Yeah. And it basically is the same. It's just it's shallow creek. Yeah. yeah. It, it's the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Also, it, yeah. So you took my, uh, you stole my thunder with the uh, the sap thing because I was like, I had that in mind. I was like, call me Canadian, but I like that. <laughs> um, Sorry about that. It's okay. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, here's one. <laughs> so this is a quote: "Nothing spectacularly horrifying, no, but the thought of turning my back to the window as it stepped purposefully and fluidly, like a deer steps." across the glade and into the light of the moon to stop in front of the glass and stare at me with the cold black eyes of a stag made my blood freeze in my veins. Holy run-on sentence, Batman! <laughs> like, I guess I'm feeling the role of Mikey here, but like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> run-on sentences. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, it's something I noticed, actually, uh, it was two episodes <laughs> ago, I think, um, I noted that, like, you guys are kind of rubbing off on me because I'm starting to see these a lot more and get annoyed by them. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, so run-on sentences were rampant. Um, uh, this one's kind of a nitpick thing. Uh, he uses mom earlier and then switches to mother. Might, it, it, I feel it, it could be a nitpick either way, but it, just stick with one or the other throughout the entire story. Like, it's not that long a story, so, like, we don't have enough time to forget that you said, like, one word and then use the other word or term for it. Or the honorific, I guess, for it. Um, yeah, that that is a nitpick. A nitpick? Yeah, I figured. They both mean the same thing. I know, but it's just, like, when it comes to, like, like using the word, like, in, in a in, Now, in if he had have gone from the North American mom and randomly switched to the British mum... Yeah. That would have been weird. Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. But, I mean, it, it's they're both the same thing. One's <laughs> just shorter. Yeah. Um, and yet that one was the one that they used the first time. Um, I kind of like the ending uh, and the tie-in explanation for writing the story. Like, the whole, like, um, like recalling, like, an, uh, like a, a fear that uh, because he's, um, like suddenly realizing that he's made a horrible choice in real, real estate uh, pro or in property owning and is basically uh, having something come back to bite him in the ass. Uh, 
But at the same time, now that we have the context for like from the story being explained, and now we have the zinger that happens at the end, like I can, like one well, of the shadows, like like coming from the uh, like from the trees are pouring into my room. Oh shit! Some of them have one of them has antlers, and like it kind of just ends. Like I actually did kind of get a chill from that. Like okay, like just a slight chill, and I was like, okay, that was actually pretty good. I like that 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 like that final line, but. Now it's getting to the good part because, like, I want the rest. Of, I want there to be more of a story, right? To explain what's going on next, <laughs> like, ah. Uh. Um, also, in the story, um, Deer Guy is not all that threatening. It's a cool, creepy image that I can visualize in my head, and I would probably be very unnerved if I saw something like that outside my window um, as a kid or an adult. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's a murder. Oh man. We leave the wow. That Wendigo. Moose. No, no, no. The, oh, the Minotaur. Head. Thank you. Yeah, it's basically a North American Minotaur. Well, no, because deer are also pretty prevalent throughout. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Or uh, actually, somebody. And we have actually, bulls here. Fair. <laughs> also, actually, somebody brought up um, uh, that the entity could actually be uh, Cernanun. Cernanun. I'm sorry for anybody who's Celtic. Uh, it's basically a Celtic uh, deer god who's a deer, like an antlered human in the woods. Actually, that was the impression I got from this whole thing, just because it just seems to be doing its own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, that comes from the realm of gods as opposed to random like monster. nature spirit basically a nature spirit yeah a nature spirit yeah. or like a nature god or like yeah. one of those old pagan gods or something and as opposed to like just a monster that's you know because like the wendigo or the skinwalker yeah because they usually have a goal or something um even if it's just to kill and eat and whatnot whereas yeah. It's uh, just a nature spirit, or like, could just be like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah, like, you know even, what? I'm just gonna look at you. Yeah, like, it even like he even mentions that it tim- like almost timidly comes across the uh, the glade to him, like uh, like 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 a, like a deer, like watching, like keeping a like making a cautious like cautious being cautious and stuff. And it's like that's not the sign of like a monster. That's <coughs> sorry, yeah. still can't breathe. Coffee. Oh god. <laughs> Experiment 207 failed. We'll retry in the morning. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Yeah, uh, like, with Wendigos and Skinwalkers, like, they're a monster. They have, like, an animalistic urges and stuff like that. This thing is not presenting that at all. It's basically... Or if it is, it has the same... Like, it has the same instincts, for lack of a better word, as the animal that it has body parts of basically yeah um yeah and again like the whole like it, like oh, like when it, as soon as he uh said he was on the second floor i was like oh that's cr-, like visualizing that that like kind of gave me a little bit of a chill because in long humans elongating at all like with like legs and limbs or whatever like to get up on like a second floor that's always kind of creepy because like, it breaks the what we're used to seeing in the human body um yeah because you know the deer head just wasn't enough i mean yeah. <laughs> Uh, I hear you. Though. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So yeah, it's it, it's it's an unnerving image, but it doesn't do anything to merit long term fear aside from the hate glare. <laughs> like maybe if it gets an extension, have the deer guy do something. <laughs> um, yeah, because otherwise it's it just like it's, I'm not threatened by the like this story is presenting us with a monster 
that, as far as I can tell, is not a threatening thing. It's just basically a possible stalker. And yeah. that's that's creepy in its own right, like in the real world, like that kind of scenario. But there's not enough evidence in this story it's to kind of city. to merit that it's going to try something exactly, or that it's going to try something because like it hasn't presented any evidence otherwise. Like it hasn't tried to break in at any point in this in his childhood stories. And actually, I think a really really good addition would be when he was a kid, have one of the wind like have a stormy night, and you know the dear 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 guy. Um, <laughs> You know, comes out of the woods and breaks the window with his antlers. And, you know, everyone comes, so dear guy fucks off, and everyone just thinks it was the branches of a tree in the storm. Yeah. That would have been, like, that would have added a level of menace. It's like, oh, shit, it's coming for you. Yeah, because he Um, says it hates him. Like, it it always gives him these these death glares, but it doesn't do anything about it. So yeah, like to actually have that, like, it would, or maybe it's all in his head. Like again, like that would be an interesting. Well, thing and too. that that's that's part of the God thing. Damn it, like, it was maybe it was the whole time. maybe it was just you know the overactive imagination of a kid, and it was just the tree branches, and then you know like I'm like the ending, like I'm too terrified to turn around because it you know it could just be branches, but what one of it's... the shadows has antlers. Yeah. We just made the story better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By throwing in that, uh, like, is it or isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. Seriously, whoever wrote this, if you're if you're listening to us, first off, let me know who you are so I can credit you credit you for this. Um, and also, yeah, like, do something more with the story. Like, this is like it had potential. Like, that's the problem with the story is it had potential for the at the ending, but you stopped. It just it, and it had it had well. Yeah, like I want to. I want to see Dear Guy used properly. Dear yeah. Guy, <laughs> Dear I just guy. cannot get over that. <laughs> just brings me to South Park Canadians. Yeah, no, no. Dear Guy, <laughs> I'm not your buddy. How guy. you doing, buddy? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um. So that's yeah. That's my thoughts on on Dear Guy. <laughs> Do you have anything extra before we move on? Or um, no, no. I think we covered pretty much everything. Okay. So now we're going to go to a story where the monster is a little too threatening, or a little too efficient at being a threat. <laughs> uh, and we'll get into that when I when we go to my thoughts on that. So, uh, yeah, Goatman... <clears throat> Sorry, still yeah. coughing yeah. in my lungs, because I cannot breathe it. <laughs> Damn it. One day. Um, so yeah, we're... Uh, so Goatman, um, again, no author I could find, um... So if you're if you listen to this and you're like, hey, I wrote. Well, I mean, if there had been a written by, that would have like tripled the length of the post. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's yeah, true. Um, but it's also online uh, on YouTube, like readings of it. Actually, there's a pretty decent one by uh, Nadazak. I'll leave a link in the description below to for toward that one. <clears throat> um, and basically, the rundown is this: a narrator is telling a campfire story tale of a Native American, in quotes, legend, or legendary creature, known as the Goat Man, uh, as he was told to it, or told the story at a campfire just like the, this one, or as he was told at a campfire uh, by somebody else. Um, these things, sh- uh, so the goat, uh, the goat Man, according to the, this legend, shapeshifts into people and raids people's homes. Yes? I have a question. Okay, so you're a shapeshifter. Yeah. And you choose to look like a goat man. Yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah, like, like I guess it's the same premise as like the skinwalkers. Like, 
because you know a goat man would be ugly as fuck, but you know you can look like whatever you want. Yeah. Well, I guess it's like the whole like I know I know you're I know you're being a dick, but, uh, but it's like the same like that's their true form, right? So like uh, I'm just being a uh, a white North American and shitting on a Native American legend. Fair enough. <laughs> um, <clears throat> But yeah, so they shapeshift into people, and that's what makes them dangerous, because they wait outside your home if you've taken something from them, like a bone, um, or like I guess like the remains of a dead one or something like that, uh, or if, if you've taken a photograph of a goat man, they will wait outside your house till you leave, and then they will break and enter, and take that thing and ransack the house. Um, so then there was this incident where uh, the power was out at a reserve and some guys decided to set up a campfire in the near desert, just like the narrator's campfire experience when he was told the story to begin with. Um, a strange man came, to, uh, came out of the desert uh, and wasn't Satan. Well, actually, that's up to debate. Um, and uh, sits in with them as someone's telling the tale of the goat man. Uh, when the guys eventually like get tired and decide to leave for the uh to go back to town they uh there's not enough room for their in their car for the this stranger so they kind of just leave him there and oh no it turns out to be the goat man and he turns into his form and starts chasing the car and flips the car um before dragging the, the men into the desert uh they were never seen again and we then get a warning that the goat man could be anyone anyone near you your boss, your teacher, even your best friend. Uh, and that's the end. <laughs> you, you gave that way more grub toss than the oh, story. I know. I know. Uh, so my thoughts on this one. Um, here's actually, it starts with a quote. Um, it's thought that if you find a bone of one or take a photograph and keep it in your house, it will wait. For what, you ask? The answer is, they wait for you to leave. Once you leave, they ransack the place until they find what you took from them. So really, they seem like just repo men, or just reclaiming what's rightfully theirs that you stole from them. Um, even at the end, like it seems like this that this guy uh, just got pissed that the na- his the, his name or the name of his people was being bes- besmirched. And decided to teach these guys a lesson. Like, not really villainous, just kind of vengeful or proud. <laughs> if you take it in a li- uh, that light. Um, this, So this next... Uh, and then we have this... Well, and okay, there's yeah. no reason for the attack at the end. Yeah. Because... He tells the story, and then... They, well, no, they... they or he can't, they can't <clears> give him a lift back into town. <laughs> well, no, but at the start of the, the pasta, they they lay down, you know, what happens, basically his, the, the goat man's M.O. Yeah, and then they break. And then at the <laughs> end of the story, they give an encounter with the goat man, but the M.O. is completely different. Yeah, because it's not the they encounter. They didn't take anything a... of him. Yeah. They didn't take a picture. Last I checked, he had all of his bones. But they took, they, or maybe he's just a critic, uh, and he's just really pissed off. He's like, "I want my, I want my fifteen minutes back from listening to that goddamn story." Um, well, and yeah, oh, okay, they did actually talk about the legend of the goat man. Yeah, that, that's what he was, they were talking about, and he was getting a little bit more interested. Sorry, in there were so many fires and so many stories of the goat man that. I just I lost track of just how many it was. You dove into the you you weren't sure how there was the a rabbit fucking hole was. rabbit hole of campfire or like yeah. bonfires and goatman stories. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the the next thing I have is common is an is a common issue with just campfire stories in general. Actually, um, so here's the quote: uh, "What happened to them?" You ask. Well, they were never found. Then who was left to tell the tale? Did the yeah. goat man come back to tell someone? Was there a witness to the to them being dragged off into the woods or out to the desert? <laughs> well, how do we know about the stranger who sat around the fire? Yeah, exactly. Like. <laughs> Like, who, somebody had to have survived. Like, How do we know the, what they the, saw in the rearview mirror? Yeah, it's the problem. It's like, dead men tell no tale. Like, we don't know the story. Like, so, um... And then as an attachment note, uh, here's another quote. They they can shapeshift. Didn't I tell you? That homeless man begging for change could be one. Or your boss, teacher, or even your friends. Or, and then I, this is me putting something in, or the writer of this story, since that would tie in really well and make a little bit more sense than what we have <laughs> uh, since people went missing and were never were never heard from again and the narrator knows so much about this story that apparently no one should know about <laughs> except for people involved <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's basically my notes on that one it's just like it's the common it's the, it's the the kind of the paradox or the or the not the paradox um the flaw in uh, telling a story where, like, in telling a campfire story where, like, there were no survivors. Yeah. Because who told the story, or who who came back to re- relay the story? Yeah, and it's just... Okay, yeah, my... My notes on this are <clears throat> pretty sparse. I mean, first off, there there's nothing here. There is no yeah. real story here. It's too damn short. Yeah. It, it's it's not there is there's no narrative. Um and like like I said earlier, I don't know how many campfires and stories being told around campfires there are in this fucking story, but there are at least 3. <laughs> there's too many. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's the person telling us the story who was told the story at a campfire, who, and then they were told, uh, and then they're t- they're uh, and the story involved the original story involved um, a campfire just like the one from the second one, uh, and they tell the legend of Goatman. Yeah, um, but yeah, there's, a, and again, my real big gripe is that the Goatman's motive at the end for like is flipping not- the truck is not the established M.O. that we were given earlier. Yeah, like, you so give us that M.O. this Goatman, or at least the Goatman in the third story, <laughs> yeah. is just a dick. Yeah, pretty much. Like, like yeah, yeah, it's just like... Oh, you can't give me a lift back to town? Well... Fuck you too, buddies. Fuck <laughs> you too, guy. I can run faster than your trucks, though. So why do I need your car? Whatever, you guys are dicks. <laughs> That's what I'm sticking to it. Um, yeah, no, like, if you're gonna, like, t- give us, like, the M.O. of a monster, fucking have your example story that that ties into it be the M- same M.O. Yeah. Like, have it be a breaking and entering story, like, at a reserve, maybe, even, or something like that. I don't know, like... Or like maybe the, well they were ha- maybe they were just out in their backyard having a campfire like story and some of that, and they saw somebody break into like their neighbor's place or something like that, Be- and then they found out that the neighbor had found some weird bones outside uh, like or like a weird like antler or something like that. Yeah, it's just or I guess horn since it's a goat man. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, it's I don't know based on the mo's. Um, well, the mo of the goat man and the events of that story with the flip truck, it's two different things. 
<laughs> yeah. Hey, let me tell you about the goat man. Hey, there's this attack from a giant squid I want to tell you about, too. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the legend of the goat man, and then an anecdote from the giant squid. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it just yeah, it's it's really annoying to have that kind of contradiction or like that wishy washy. It's like, oh, let's do this, and now I'm gonna do this. Yeah, it's and try and like at least try and find some way to tie those two together and to have like to have that just that division in this story yeah. that like almost fits on the screen of my phone all at <laughs> yeah, once. Yeah, no, it's it's literally like a, a, at least a half a page. And you've got this deviation, quarters. this horrible yeah, deviation. It, like, how did you fit that I think, deviation <laughs> in such a small thing? Yeah. Also, yeah, it's almost like they just basically found, they had, oh, well, like, I've, I've heard of this little legend of the Skinwalker stuff or the Goatman thing, and then I've also heard of this I remember the, I remember hearing this campfire story as a kid. I'm going to combine the two, but not put any work into blending them together and just kind of patch them up, like, with stitches. <laughs> yeah, or just set them next to each other. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I don't... That's I, how reattaching limbs goes, right? You just set them next to each other. <laughs> magic. <laughs> That's the magic way. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like, it's just... If you're going to put words to paper, or I guess words to, words to text, then fucking, like, put a little bit extra work, read through your story. It's like, oh, wait, these don't work together. I should do some, do some additions to it. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, I mean, maybe make it a little bit longer, but also better. <laughs> well, I think in this case, longer would have inherently meant better. Yeah. <laughs> Because, or at least better would have inherently meant longer. Yeah, because you would have had a little bit more. We would have had a little bit more context. Like with with the uh, deer guy, we get all the context in the first page and a half to two pages. <laughs> and then the problem with that story, though, is that it just stops. Stops when it's getting good. Exactly. In this one, like it's really just kind of a summary of a legend. And I mean, that's kind of that. That is how creep like campfire stories usually start do. Like they're only like short stories. Like, short summaries of a story that somebody heard, like, happened to a friend of a friend of mine, right? But, yeah, you're trying to tell this campfire story online and stuff like that, and you want to have a little bit more meat on the bone? Yeah. Like, I'm not sitting around in the dark around a bonfire. Like, I don't have the atmosphere. I'm sitting in my living room, snug as a bug on a rug, and, you know, like, I don't... My ambiance is just horrible for being terrified. It really is. And then you're going to tell me this horrible story, but it's not really horrible. Yeah. And you're not going to put any effort. Like Also, uh, when 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 the when the creature <laughs> ran out of the uh, the car, like oh, like outpaced the car and then like flipped it. I was like, "Well, we've just jumped the shark. <laughs> we flipped the truck." <laughs> yeah. Like shit. I was like, "Why the where the fuck is this coming from?" Yeah. Yeah. So, apparently, something that he also never told us about the Goatman is that they're incredibly strong. <laughs> yeah. Like, it would have made more sense for the, the guys to get back to get back to, uh, to town, have the creature, have the thing wait outside the, one of their houses, because, or maybe the, te- the storyteller's house. Because, again, like, maybe the thing that it took was his fucking time, and he didn't like that. 
because it was a shitty story that he told. Um, and so basically, he waits for the guy to come, like, leave, and then ransacks the house. Basically, just and then like leaves like a message like, "I want my fifteen minutes back, asshole," or something like that. Like that would be kind of a funner story, or like or funner end to the story. Then yeah, they got their car got flipped. They got dragged out into the desert. No one ever saw them again. But who was phone? There were no survivors. <laughs> but who was phone? <laughs> but who was the who was telling the story? Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. I think we're we're, we're pretty much spent on both of these. We've basically exhausted both these stories. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what can you say about a story this short? Yeah, it's short. So time to get down to brass tacks here. Recommendations. Uh, I'm gonna say no to both of them. Um, I wanted to like Dear Guy. Like, I liked the, like, the Dear Guy kind of, like, the name of, like, intrigued me enough to just to get it onto the show. And the concept in that story and the potential for that story is fun. But the pers- the, the way it was made, done, it was Presentation not, yeah. is the, lacking. Exactly. Uh, and then Goatman, <clears throat> I mean, it's just a campfire story. That could have been that's been that's been told uh, probably many times over at campfires. Um, probably but it's better. not updated to its medium. Exactly. Yeah. And that that that's an issue. Yeah, because creepypastas are basically the campfire stories of this generation of the of, of the digital age, and but there has to be some update to the format. Because <clears throat> well, again, like you don't. They have try to the rely on the, exactly, and that's like that's what a campfire story like a creepy campfire story relies on, like the fact that you're out at night, you know, among like the wilderness with a campfire as the only source of light. Whereas, unless you're like in your room, completely pitch dark except for the light of your laptop or your or your computer screen, that's about the closest you get to that. You can't read aloud The Shining around a campfire. Yeah. And you can't tell a campfire story in a well-lit room. Exactly, yeah. That's actually a really good idea. Like, you can't tell a really well-in-depth story, like, uh, on a, at a campfire story, or at a, at a campfire, and you can't tell the short, abbreviated campfire story um, at your computer without getting, without, with the same result. Like, you have to modify it to make it better. Exactly. For the environment that your audience is going to be reading it at. Uh, now again, like if somebody like was to read this at a campfire store, I'm sure it would be fine, but it'd be passable uh, b- at, at best, passable for a campfire story, like for a story at a campfire, because <laughs> like <clears throat> basically it's over. Like once it's over, it's over, and then like anybody with an overactive imagination might get creeped out. But otherwise, that's about it. Otherwise, you're gonna get you're probably gonna get some critics at the, at the campfire store. It's like, well, who who told the story then, <laughs> or who told you the story? If <laughs> like, everybody was was taken out. Um, Dear Gat, I received a letter in the mail. It read this. Dear Gat, <laughs> this is what happened. Sincerely, Goatman. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's, yeah, no recommendation from the cultist for either of these ones. Um, though the person writing Dear Guy, <laughs> Dear Guy, please make this story better. <laughs> like, take what we've, what we've, what we've th- tossed at you and you take from it what you will to try and improve that story because you have like you're getting to the good part. You were getting to the good part <laughs> with that one. So, well, and the bones are kind of there for it. Yeah, like the structure is there. Like we have the context now for why your character is like freaking out over like some shadows of branches and trees. Um, you've you've got a first draft. Yeah, exactly. No, add. Yeah. Which is not usually what you do after a first draft. But also, it's not usually what we ask people to do <clears throat> with first drafts. It's usually get rid of this stuff. 
Um, but yeah, so that's that's my recommendation. I assume yours are basically the same. Um, yeah, I, I I don't recommend it. Um, there's some pretty word pictures with dear guy. Um, because I just can't say it, dear guy. <laughs> hey, I get woo. <laughs> um, and I mean, Goatman is just it's just it, too short. It, yeah, and it's just a mess. Yeah. Um, like go back to the drawing board with that one and with dear guy just yeah it it could it could be something yeah um and that's the only that's like what i kind of sad about it because i'd like to read that better story of a better version of that see i think i think the reason we're like that is because we both see dear guy and we're like that that's kind of cool yeah exactly yeah Like it's just a cool idea. Like because again, that's why I like what, what I get from creep bosses a lot of the time is just the cool concept that they're trying to put it, portray. But I don't know. I see Deer Guy <laughs> as like an a nature an guy. adequate B movie. Mm. Yep. Um, where like Possibly it's from the cheesy. 80s? Well, no, because it wasn't made in the eighties, obviously. Fair um, but like I, I could see. That's, Deer Guy being a movie. Yeah, I could see. Well, I could see Deer Guy being the monster of a of a cheesy B movie that like has its humor, <laughs> but is also pretty creepy because fun. Of, yeah, yeah, it's fun, but also, and then the monster is kind of creepy because it's like it's a naked human being <laughs> with a and deer head. We all know how terrified of those you are <laughs> when they're running at me in the woods. Yes, not that that's ever happened twice, three times. <laughs> <laughs> Not that ever happened that time. Uh, actually, it was, it, it was, that's that's uh, that's a fair point for like like movie versus um, uh, or like this feels like a movie like a B movie or something because that's basically the same way I had felt with uh, Fleshgate last last episode because that one. Well, it's not like that this one feels like a movie. It's just I I I would like Dear Man, Dear Guy, the mon- at, the monster to be a movie. <laughs> yeah, because the visually it's amusing and. It could be pulled off with practical effects, which for me is always a benefit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah it'd be yeah. easily to be yeah easily done because basically it's just a taxidermist deer head on a person. Well, I don't think you would use a taxidermist. No, obviously head. not. But like basically that kind of like yeah, like a realistic looking deer mask, basically. Yeah, I mean, if they could do the werewolves from Underworld with practical effects, then they could do deer. They could do deer, deer, deer guy. guy. Yeah, deer guy. Also, I just like I would love to see the cha- I, I would love to see the challenge of making Dear Guy as a movie poster <laughs> with that title <laughs> and make it look kind of like like creepy or threatening. Oh, dude, I I know how to do it. All right. It it would be um basically it would be an image with shadows and you don't know whether or not you're actually seeing a deer guy. Oh, okay. Kind of like the, how the Blair, Wh- the new Blair Witch uh, poster shows like basically the trees and stuff of that with the backdrop and then shows like the sticks. I haven't no? seen okay. it. I can't recall the poster, but yes. Yeah. That kind of thing. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. I, uh, maybe I'll work on that. For me, that would work. <laughs> yeah. Um, or kind of like how like a lot of modern like more like modern horror tries to like do that kind of like silhouette or like that show the monster without showing the monster. Yeah. In the poster. Yeah, I can see that. I just mean like also the title like being called Deer Guy. <laughs> like well, I, I don't that. think I, I don't I think that would get fixed in a rewrite. Yeah, it's like 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, Dear Guy is a good working title, but once you're actually getting to the... It's a good Blue Milk, or Blue Harvest, or whatever it was for Star Wars. Blue Harvest. Blue Harvest. (laughs) And it wasn't Star Wars, it was Return of the Jedi. Really? Okay. Yep. Because if they had have been saying, yes, we are filming the next Star Wars film, it would have been insane. Yeah. Um, But if you say you're filming Blue Harvest, then, like, no one cares. Ooh, Blue Harvest. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. All right. So, yeah, that's basically this week's episode. Um, Tune in next time for some more, uh, for probably some proper Skinwalker stuff. Uh, I believe that's what we have on next on the roster. Basically, it seems like the start of spring is the start of Skinwalker Spring. Because <laughs> I have like at least three or four creep bosses that have Skinwalkers in them coming up. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that's this week's episode. If you like what you heard, if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below or if this gets posted, whether it be on Kiwi6, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr. Uh, we're both on Twitter, uh, as is Mikey, the Stands for Evil, uh, at E Stands for Evil for Mikey, Dr. Leviathan for Dr. Leviathan, and Review Cultist for Review Cultist. Uh, leave us a, a rating or a review on iTunes. Every little bit helps, and uh, we like to see. We like to hear how we're doing. Um, you can also uh, send us emails at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Or you can also su- send us suggestions for other creepypastas you'd like us to discuss on the show. Also, if you'd like to send us an email uh, giving us a better title than Dear Guy for a horror movie poster, I might do a poster. <laughs> um so, uh, also, you can check out the title cards for each episode at YouTube as part of the uh, the movie version or the video version of the of the podcast, or on crazonstudios.tumblr.com, uh, where I put ev- uh, each title card for each episode and a link to all the audio or to all the uh, podcast uh, audio. episodes. Yeah, yeah, the episodes. <laughs> um, also, if you'd like to support us, go to Patreon. Look up Aldente Rigamortis. Choose the tier of backing you'd like to support us at. Depending on the tier you choose, we have uh, behind-the-scenes uh, uh, stuff like um, sketches, uh, extra audio content, extra bonus episodes, uh, and early access uh, to the episodes uh, a couple of days before they uh, they air. So, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm still Dr. Leviathan. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. Watch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Luckily, reading the watch is idiot proof. Nice.